Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for tuning in for another edition. If you're brand new or if you've been with us for years, we couldn't be more excited to have you here with us. We are nationally syndicated across the country. So if you're listening on terrestrial radio or a podcast around the world, we couldn't be more grateful for you to be here with us. Now today I'm bringing on Jessica Silverman. She's a holistic wellness and business startup coach to to aspiring entrepreneurs seeking greater clarity and simplicity to live their true life's purpose. Through her coaching, she guides her clients with mind-body empowerment tools to spark the transformation of a physical and spiritual awakening to live and feel her most alive self. So that's what we have coming on. Jessica is going to talk about how she can help new aspiring entrepreneurs jump into the entrepreneurial world and get started or she can help those that have been started move forward and find bigger audiences or more crowds or find their purpose not only themselves for them for their clients but for themselves as well so we got lots and lots of tools and takeaways so sit back and enjoy we got all that coming up this is exploring mind and body naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Here's all about Jessica in the introduction. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Jessica. Thank you. I'm honored to be a part of this experience today. Thank you, Drew. You're welcome. It's our pleasure. So today we've got lots to talk about, but I do want to give you a chance to resonate with our audience a bit. Could you just take a few minutes to let our audience know who you are, where you came from, and what you do? Absolutely. So my name is Jessica Silverman. Uh, I'm a holistic wellness and business startup coach, uh, which is not where I came from. (laughs) I studied uh, corporate finance in college, spent about 15 years in corporate finance, uh, moved to the Bay Area about four years ago, and this will all connect in a second. Uh, being in the spirit of entrepreneurship out here really got the itch to just walk away from it all. And, and that's what I did. My husband and I moved out here four years. And I just said, you know what, you have two decisions in life um, to continue doing what you're doing, right, which is what you already know, or to take a leap of faith and just throw all your chips in. And so that's what I did. Um, and I'm still doing it and feeling blessed to uh, be an entrepreneur to inspire uh, both women and men entrepreneurs on their path to do exactly as I did about three, four years ago. So Wow, that's amazing. You're in San Francisco now and you moved from Chicago. Is that what you said? Yes. Uh, born and raised in Florida. Uh, moved there in my late 20s. Uh, lived there for about six years. Met my then boyfriend, now husband, um, and just said, hey, let's move to the Bay Area. I used to commute here um, for about two weeks every year. I was an auditor, so very different from what I do now again. Uh, so I had some clients out here in venture capital and just love the Bay Area. Just the energy here, uh, just totally different than Chicago. Chicago is a beautiful town, um, but a little corporate, a little kind of, you know, they run a tight ship up there and just felt the energy here was a lot more liberating, a lot more freeing. 
Um, and of course, you know, very different finance versus entrepreneurship. Um, but really, I kind of started in that boat, right? Auditing venture capital funds. And I thought, you know, helping everybody else fund their dreams. So it's time to fund mine. So when you so when someone comes to you for for your service and products, what's the main reason they come to you for? Exactly my story. Um, and there's, of course, many layers to my story. But they're in a position where they're just feeling unfulfilled in their life. They feel not just stuck, um, but as I felt in my corporate life, I felt like it was a glorified prison. You know, yes, I was making six figures. Yes, I had the opportunity to meet, you know, creators of all the top apps in the world, right? Like Waze and, you know, and Facebook and all this and that. And it was really a cool experience. But at the end of the day, I just didn't feel full inside my heart, inside my soul, in terms of the impact that I'm making on humanity. And that was really what I thirsted for. So a lot of these women come with that same situation, either they're trying to transition from their corporate, I also have a government client, so that type of work into an entrepreneurial space, uh, or they're women that have never had a career that desire for more out of their life. They became a mother at a young age and have a very different story than I do. But the foundation and the root cause of the of the problem is the same, right? They're just desiring more for their life, right? And I used to think this all the time. I had a major anxiety waking up to go to work at my corporate job every morning thinking, gosh, there's there's got to be more like, I just can't envision that, you know, this whole nine to five gig and, and with the commute to San Francisco, now you're talking like 10 hours a day. And then I've got these like two days a week, you know, Saturday and Sunday to squeeze my life in and maybe I'll get a vacation you know, once or twice a year, but there's got to be more to life to really just living life before I retire. I don't want to be 65 when I decide that now I'm going to travel and now I'm going to experience life at its fullest. Um, and now I'm blessed to help other women, like I said, do exactly what I did, learn the exact steps to ramp up slowly, right, from a corporate position. I mean, not everyone can be as wild. I'm sort of a wild uh, wild spirit at heart and just kind of throw it all away and go all in. Uh, you can do it slowly, but but definitely take small steps right every day to make that happen. Because I think a lot of women and men, especially, aspire many things for their life, and they talk about it, but you got to be about it. So yeah, it's very interesting. I think that there's like a, a shift in I don't know what you would say the universe or the paradigm. There's like seems like there's a lot of people that are like I don't have to do this because it's always been done that way. I think exactly. it's almost an older mindset that I need to work in one job. Well, no one works in one job anymore for the most part, but work in one job and then save up till retirement. And then, you know, how many times you hear the story of someone retires and then they're bored with their life. So they go back to work. (laughs) They spend more time. They spend more time working in retirement than they did before because they don't know what to do with themselves. They spent their whole lives working and now their society told them to retire because they're 65 and, and they don't want to. So it's, it's very interesting. I've run into a lot of entrepreneurs that want to or aspiring entrepreneurs that have careers and want to transition. So would it be fair to say someone co- would come to you that wants to transition or is thinking about it and then you would you would walk them through the next step? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. First steps, next steps, um, everything from 
And I really immerse, and I think this is what makes sort of what I do unique, is similar to my path. It's an immersion, like connecting the dots. So, right, it's not just everyone gets caught up on having this perfect website, right, and having the landing page and all the techie speak. But then there's a whole emotional aspect to this journey, right? And I actually started out in holistic wellness, which is why I'm also a holistic wellness coach. It's where I started. And then I realized that I was neglecting my health, similar to how I did in my corporate path. Um, And on my journey, I've lost, you know, over 80, 80, 90 pounds. Because I neglected my health, I was miserable with myself, I was miserable with my life. And that was comfort, right? Food was comfort. And so I've learned to immerse right all three energies, the emotional aspects of entrepreneurship, of course, the physical, right, mind and body, uh, and then the spiritual components of entrepreneurship, because really, that's what's helped me be successful. I, I think more than anything is that connection to a higher power, right, not following an exact formula, but just kind of doing my own thing and knowing that it's all going to work out. Of course, you've got to have some structure within that, but then you've got to have flow, within the structure, I think, to really be successful and to be open. I think that's really the key. Okay, let's see if we can run through a couple scenarios here. Mm -hmm. So someone comes from you that's maybe in a corporate position. They get paid pretty well. They don't want to leave their job because of benefits. Hear this all the time. They get paid pretty well, and they have a family to support, but they want to do something with their life that's more fulfilling. They want to have that entrepreneur lifestyle where you can vacation when you want. Maybe you can work from home. When someone comes to you in this situation, they say, Jessica, I need some help. What can you do for me? I need to transition into doing my own thing. What's the first thing that you say to them? Tell your story. Start telling your story, right? Social media, technology, right? The impact to share your story, right? On any platform, um, through blogging, through, you know, video vlogging, um, through posting on social media. That's where I started. You've got to start telling your story. That's how you get out there. That's what's going to distinguish you as an entrepreneur. Cause let's be real. There's tons of health coaches. There's tons of life coaches. There's tons of entrepreneurial coaches out there, but what's going to make you stick out that only you have is your story, your connection. Right. And while your story may sound like everybody else's, I always tell my my clients and my students that it's it's these one things, these one little nuances. Like I mentioned the Beatles earlier, it's these little connections to what you love that distinguish you from everybody else. And so after I say, tell your story, I ask this other question. What do you love? Like, don't even think about being an entrepreneur. What are the things that you love? Just list it out. Books movies, mentors, colors, right? It's all energy. And then finding the common thread that weaves through all of that, that's what you do, right? And of course, you always say your pain is your passion, but what you love, right? Highlights and lowlights. I study a lot of uh, neurological um, studies and they say that what do we remember the most in life are highlights and lowlights, So there you go. You're taking that into an entrepreneur space by saying, okay, what do I love? What are the highlights of my life? And what are the lowlights? And then start telling your story. So can you give give me some examples of highlights or lowlights from someone's life maybe? Sure. Uh, I have a client that is a victim of abuse. So spousal abuse, that is part of her lowlights, um, also suffers from fibromyalgia. So physical chronic pain. So both emotional, both physical pain, um, exact scenario that you mentioned works in a government job. So great benefits, um, great pay is moved up the ranks, you know, over 20, 25 years in her position. 
And now we're working together to ramp up her business exactly that way. And and not only have I helped her move through the emotional components, which I think is the key, uh, but helped relieve the chronic pain, right? A lot of, you know, doctors and believe in prescription medication and, and all of that. But I really think a lot of it is is mental. And by doing what you love, that's able to alleviate and heal a lot of the physical ailments and a lot of the the conditions that we've gotten over time, right, due to right inflammation and all that, the ailments that we have through pain, right, through pain and, and turning that pain. And I think that's the true spirit of a successful entrepreneur is being able to turn that pain into passion. But like I said, in a way that speaks to your soul, not to my soul. I don't tell people, hey, follow this. And it drives me nuts on social media. Follow this five-step formula, you know, to make X amount of dollars per month because it works for you may not necessarily work for me. So it's being able to help others find their own voice through their own story, be able to tell right about those painful moments. I think that's the most hard is being able to be vulnerable, um, not being afraid to share right? The dark sides of our soul, but knowing that that's how you're going to connect to the right people because they have similar dark sides to their soul. And do you mind if I ask what her, what her career is or what her new entrepreneurship journey is? Um, yeah. So she's helping women to find their voice. So being a victim of abuse really felt like, of course, she never had a voice. Her husband was very controlling, um, unfortunately, very violent. So her goal is to help women find the voice, find their confidence and to be able to do whatever it is that they want with their lives. But if you don't have confidence and you don't have a voice right at the end of the day, what do human beings in general, right? Not just women, but men as well. We want to be seen and we want to be heard. Um, so that's really her angle is to help women be heard, to have a voice, to be able to get out there and live their life without being in somebody else's shadow, without being under somebody else's control, whether that's right a boss at work, whether that's a spouse, whether that's a family member, right? This plays out in really all areas of our life. It's all connected, uh, but really helping people find their voice again to be successful in any venture that they desire. So in that situation, it's quite personal. Like it's a quite personal story. And I'd imagine it'd be challenging to share that openly. And then you have the a similar situation where someone works in a, in this in this scenario that we set up. They work in a corporate job. They're not used to blogging or vlogging. They don't know how to talk about themselves. How do you get them from that sharing that personal story and being like, the world needs to hear this? And this yes. is how you can do that. Is there a way or a method that you use? Yeah, honestly, it's so that's my zone of genius is and, and I've, I've always been a very just open person in general, not necessarily face to face or even in this type of medium. Um, so this is really outside my box. If you were to ask me five years ago, if I'd be talking on a podcast, oh, you're nuts. I'm, I sit behind Excel spreadsheets. I don't talk to anybody all day. Um, I always call myself sort of an extroverted uh, introvert. And so really my biggest piece of advice is to just get out there and do it. It doesn't matter how nervous you are. It doesn't matter. And I know it sounds cliche, but the way to work through, let's say, perfectionism, right? Because a lot of what stops women and, and her specifically is, is being perfect, right? Wanting to sound perfectly manicured and not pause or not have any right nervous tics or anything like that. But if you don't get out there and do it, there's no way to perfect that method. Um, so that's really my advice piece. But as far as the technical aspect is I work through so... She'll send me a piece of content, a video, 
And what I will do is I will minute by minute take notes on each aspect and ways to sort of improve on that. Now, not specifically telling them what to say, though. Really, my angle is asking questions, right? How did you feel about this statement at minute two? How do you feel about this, right? And then whatever sentence it is, do you really feel like it truly represents who you are? How could you say that a little bit differently? What did you mean by that, right? And and through questioning, I think that's really the power of a good coach, right, is not to give people the answers. It's to help them find them themselves. And so that's what I do through the content in any medium is to help them figure out a way to get out there just a little bit more. Of course, it's, it's a process, right? It's not going to happen overnight. But to unravel one layer of your story, right, each time they communicate so in a way that feels comfortable to them, of course. Sometimes a show once a week or even twice a week just isn't enough. So if you want more content, if you want to know more about what we're doing at True Form Life, you can find us on Facebook. We're on there posting at least twice a day in the morning and the evening. That's at facebook.com slash trueformlife. We're on Instagram. That's kind of my favorite platform. I like to post my food pictures and some of the activities that I do, maybe hiking or whatever that may be. And that's just at Drew Tadia on Instagram and then Twitter as well. That's at True Form Life. So we're highly active we'd love to connect with you so find us on your social media platform and let us know how you're enjoying our show does your advice differ from i'm sure i'd imagine from different people it's, it's always a bit different but our first scenario was someone corporate they got paid well they're they had lots of benefits what if it's someone that doesn't have a regular job and they're working towards entrepreneurship and starting their own business and they want to get started in a different way. Maybe they don't have a job or they don't have the benefits. They have to start from ground zero. How would your advice change with them? Honestly, it wouldn't change. Probably the financial aspect might change in terms of, of my advice there, because obviously if you don't have a stable income, you don't have the means to maybe right throw all your chips in and, and go all in for this. So maybe you get a part-time job. Maybe you slowly ramp up um, with whatever you're doing, right? Maybe you have some sort of financial backing that you can do that. But in terms of the delivery and telling your story, my advice wouldn't be different. However, what would be different is the means of which you tell your story. Uh, and by that, I mean what you're comfortable sharing, right? So somebody who's in a position where they're in a corporate path, yeah, obviously they're comfortable saying, hey, you know, I want to quit my job. I want to go all in. I mean, maybe not if they're if their boss is listening to the podcast. Um, but somebody who's in a more vulnerable vulnerable position, maybe they want to do this a little a little bit lightly, right? Maybe they want to tread a little bit more lightly than somebody who's right in a corporate position and they have that backing. However, and, and I know this kind of this will all come together in a second, I do have my client that I just mentioned earlier that's in a very stable position, great benefits, and she's recently come to me in the last few months saying, you know what, I actually feel like the fact that I don't have a burning desire to leave, like she's not terribly miserable where she's at now, she's comfortable, right? So in that sense, somebody who doesn't have any job and really, right, wants to get this going they have a little bit more of that burning desire, that fire in their pants to get it going. So, so I think it really just depends on the person, the situation. But I think sometimes having that job is a crutch and that can work against them. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that that it's definitely a crutch because we don't want to. And you hear it all the time, and, and I hear it in the holistic nutrition field quite a bit. To be honest with you, they're all inspired and they get certified, and then they're really not sure what to do. They don't know the the first steps, which is why I love this conversation. And then they go back to their regular job. They're like, "Well, that was too difficult. I didn't know where to what to do." And then they go back to their job because it's there waiting for them, and that's the easy way. And, and I feel like it's the easy way out. So in, instead of having that to fall back on you, you know, you cut your ties and you say, this is my only choice. My only choice is to move forward and to make this work. Otherwise, it's so easy to go back in your regular routine. Yes. And it's funny you mentioned that. And that's why I positioned myself, right? I started out as holistic wellness. And then I moved towards that because I felt lost. I became an entrepreneur. I threw all my chips in. I went through a coach training school program that was four months. And honestly, I learned how to be a coach but I didn't learn how to run my business. I didn't learn, you know, how to set everything up, how to position myself on social media, how to run a launch, right? Really all those pieces, the emotional aspect, how to deal with that. And that was really the inspiration behind positioning myself more as a business startup coach. It really just had one of those aha moments one day from the sense that, okay, my client is somebody that's just a couple steps behind me, right? They're not, you know, 10 years behind me because then I can't relate from a position right, of, of, of compassion, right? I'm not there in that space anymore. I'm still very closely connected to that space. I can relate and I can say, hey, take my hand, right? You're a few steps behind me. I know the way, right? Step one, step two, step three, boom. And then we get it all up and running. So that was really the inspiration behind that. And then of course I still, and it's funny because I work with aspiring women entrepreneurs, people trying to get their business up and running. Of course, I'm I'm open to men as well. It just happens to be that I've attracted women so far. And while we work on business, health comes up in every conversation, right? So I still bring a lot of that expertise, a lot of that personal experience, because if you don't take care of yourself, I mean, as an entrepreneur, your business is an extension of your life, right? And if you are not caring for yourself, right, physically, emotionally, and of course, spiritually, you can't be successful, right? And so that's why a lot of times people go back to what they're doing. Either they don't know what they're doing, right? And they're kind of like a fish floundering, <laughs> floundering around in the sea, um, wasting a lot of time just either posting on social media without direction, without any sort of strategy in place, or they neglect their health and they just can't right, sustain that sort of energy. I think to be an entrepreneur, you have to, to have sort of a high energy, not necessarily high energy as much, much as me, but you have to be able to preserve your energy in a sense that you have enough, of course, for yourself to give to other people. So we talked about just starting out and how to tell your story and get yourself out there. What's the next step? What if you run into someone that's already been established and they've been able to share their voice and have started a business? How do they move forward from there? That's all strategy. That's all a matter of looking at, okay, well, how are you getting out there, right? So if you're already getting out there and you're not attracting the right people, well, that's all well and good. Of course, it depends on the offer. So maybe it's an offer that's not attractive to the market or to your market. Maybe you're bringing in the wrong people based on specific messaging or lack thereof, right? Maybe something you're not including. I, I say a lot of times it takes sometimes one word in a piece of content that can really make the difference in terms of being an attractive offer versus a not attractive offer, so somebody that's well-established in their business that comes to me, but maybe they're just not making the profits. And as I like to say, if you're not making money, then you're really not an entrepreneur, right? If you're if you're just, then you're a blogger, then you're a writer, if you're not making a profit out of this. So when women come to me and they say, hey, you know, I want to 
make this a successful venture. You know, I've put this out, it's not working, right? So either it's something in the messaging that there's a little bit of a disconnect, right? There's not clarity in your messaging. And as I always like to say, confused minds don't, don't invest, right? If somebody's not crystal clear on who you are and what you offer and the way, of course, you put yourself out there, um, they're not going to invest. So kind of looking back at those steps and also what are you putting into it? Um, I had a client ask me, she's working on her freebie. She did a free challenge for about a month and she said, I'm really not happy with my engagement. And the first question I asked her was, well, how's your engagement? Are you engaged with your audience? And I'm not just talking about posting quotes and, you know, little surface stuff. Are you really getting in there and and speaking to your community? Are you touching in on their issues? If somebody's not comfortable in a group setting, are you reaching out to them personally? I mean, it, it's really just a combination uh, of everything that goes into it. And that's the first thing is, you know, the energy you put out is the energy you get back, right? A lot of us know that the law of attraction. So if you're not receiving that which you desire to receive it's a matter of of course i think first looking inward and seeing well, what are you putting out there right are you even passionate about the offers that you're putting out there or are they offers that somebody said it was a good idea and so when i work with my clients and i tell them you do what you feel is best if you don't want to do one-on-one work at all you don't have to because if you're not passionate about it it all comes out in the wash right people will feel that energy on the other end, even if it's in a digital medium. Jessica, it's just about time to wrap things up here. Can you tell us more about your website, your products and services in case any of our listeners want to work with you? Absolutely. So my website is Mozen Wellness. Uh, The inspiration behind that, Mozen uh, is balance. It's a biblical term, M-O-Z-E-N wellness.com. That's my website. However, the best place to find me is on Facebook. Uh, I have a free community which is called Alive, A.L.I.V.E, with Jessica Silverman. Again, it's an acronym. I'm all about uh, significant meaning. So that stands for Alignment of Love, Inspiration, Vitality, and Energy. Um, And I also have a couple course offerings. So one, all the holistic wellness space uh, called Live Your Vibrant Life. And then I have my business immersion community, which is called Freedom and Flow. And... I can share these links on here. Also, you, if you'd like to share them in your show notes, um, that would be wonderful as well. Yeah, absolutely. We'd be happy to share them in our show notes so our listeners can have different ways to find you and, and connect with you. And, and I'd imagine you're very accessible. People can send you messages through email or Facebook, or is there a better way to reach you? Yes. So I do. I, I have an open door policy. I'm very intimate uh, with all of my students and all of my clients. And I think that's something that can be dangerous, right, in terms of setting boundaries. Um, but I think that's what distinguishes me from a lot of other entrepreneurs in that space is I like to get personal. And that's the other thing besides sharing your story that I teach my clients is that you have to have a personal touch, be, be attainable, be reachable, because if you're here on a platform and people can't reach you, they don't feel that that intimate connection. And that's just something that I strive for in my business. Obviously, it's not right scalable, right? If I have millions of people, I can't have that intimate connection. Um, but my dream in setting up this business was to have that sense of intimacy, to really be reachable at any time, anywhere. Um, so somebody feels guided, right? They don't feel lost. They feel like anytime they need, you know, I'm just a click away. Yeah, I think that's so important, especially to aspiring entrepreneurs or just starting out. 
think we get this mindset of we're able to set our business up eventually and then walk away. But it takes years and years to make that happen. So we've been actually been able to be very successful in that regard, to be personal and open. And I think it's important to answer comments and respond back to people right away because that's what they want and that's what they need and that's what they should expect especially from coming from people that want to make connections all in balance though right you don't want, you don't want to have two um you know clients messaging you at midnight and right be completely accessible you've got to sometimes i just don't answer i'll see it and i just don't answer because you've got to have boundaries i mean i have a life i have a husband i have family so you know all all in balance of course all right, Jessica, thank you so much for joining us today on Exploring Mind and Body. I appreciate your time and expertise coming on and sharing sharing your time with us. Thank you very much, Drew. It's been a pleasure. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and sticking around till the end. I hope you enjoyed that show with Jessica. I hope you got some takeaways because there's so many people looking to move on and transition from their regular careers into the entrepreneur world. It is a wonderful place to live in. It also is very challenging. And there's so much to it that I would love to explain. I really have a passion for helping entrepreneurs as well. But I know Jessica has a lot of different things that she can help you with. So I hope you get a chance to reach out to her and share your story, not only with her, but publicly as well. So you can take the next steps, as she mentioned, to transition into following your passion, into your dreams, to live the lifestyle that you want to live. I'm going to leave you with that. All past shows are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. So you can, if you miss any past shows, you can check them all out there. We can also have a free app that you can download on any Apple device. So head over to your app store and download Exploring Mind and Body and take our show with you wherever you go. And, la- and lastly, more details are at trueformlife.com. This is our main website where we do recipes, grocery shopping lists, at-home workouts, and get you going in the right direction. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host. Drew Tadia in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.